This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And joining me right now on the telephone is someone who is no stranger to the world of real estate and uh, New York uh, politics for that matter. Real estate developer Don Peebles, he wants to build New York's tallest skyscraper. And we say good morning to you, Mr. Peebles, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So I wanted to chat with you. Because I was looking at the Wall Street Journal just this week, uh, Tuesday, and a headline said, Black Developer Aims to Build New York's Tallest Skyscraper. Don Peebles wants his project, one of a number of proposals for the site to provide opportunities for minority and female-owned businesses. What is this all about? It's all about having um, opportunity and also helping New York come back and come back better uh, than before. So we are recovering from one of the greatest crises of our, uh, certainly the greatest crises of our generation uh, uh, with a global pandemic. And uh, New York has been hit extremely hard by it. Um, Of course, people of color have been hit harder by it. And, uh, and also, we need to um, address the protest and the, and the effort to ensure uh, social and racial equality. And, uh, and that has been um, a big issue um, during this pandemic um, with the many protests around the nation and a demand for equal access to opportunity and the like. And so Affirmation Tower addresses both of those. It helps bring New York back. I mean, if you look at when New York came out of the great and the country came out of the Great Depression, it was the Empire State Building and it was Rockefeller Center that restarted New York's economy and signaled to the world that America was back. And uh, and then after 9-11, it was Freedom Tower uh, that was rebuilt um, and a symbol of American America's endurance and New York's recovery. And so this time around, coming out of the pandemic, Affirmation Tower can signal that we are coming back from the pandemic and it kickstarts New York's economy, especially the two hardest hit areas, that is office space and hotel, the hotel industry. And this time around, it's going to be inclusive. Um, there's no building, no skyscraper in New York City built or developed or owned by black business people or black developers. Um, And so this would be the first of its kind. And my view is since we're going to do something big and it's going to be the first and it's going to be transformative, um, we've been waiting a long time. So why not build the tallest building? And uh, and that's what we set out to do. And also how we build this building is more important, frankly, than anything else. And that is that it includes all New Yorkers. And, um, and the opportunity and the economic benefits generated by it. And so we have a commitment to a minimum threshold of 36 percent 
minority and women-owned business contracting, and the goal is to do far better than that and uh, to make the economic benefits and the career opportunities generated by this project to be reflective of the population of New York City. And hopefully that sends a message to my industry, the real estate development industry, for it to become inclusive because it is one of the uh, last industries to uh, to provide opportunities to people of color. Well, let me let me put this question to you, uh, Don Peebles. So you've mentioned Affirmation Tower several times. That is the name of your project. It's my understanding that it's a two million square feet project, three point five billion dollar development planned for this uh, one point two acre plot of state owned land facing the uh, Jacob Javits Convention Center. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. In fact, it's going to cost us almost three point six billion um, to round up, and uh, and yes, it'll and that is correct, and it will be sixteen hundred um, and sixty three feet in height, uh, which would make it at the Crown the second tallest building in the Western Hemisphere, second only to Freedom Tower. But the roof line will be taller than any building in the Western Hemisphere. Interesting. So your partnership faces tough uh, competition for the rights uh, for this site. This is on one of the few remaining parcels of undeveloped Manhattan land. Is is that accurate as well? It is accurate as well. Um, I would say that in terms of competition, um, one, um, I think that one of the things that is a misnomer is diversity somehow comes at the expense of uh, financial, um, you know, benefits or competence. And, um, and, and that is so untrue, of course. And this, our proposal demonstrates that. I can assure you, and I'm willing to bet, that there's no other proposal um, uh, for this site um, that represents the tallest building in the Western Hemisphere. I don't believe there is any project that's been proposed that will pay the kind of money that we're prepared to pay for because we're building the biggest building on the site. And also our project um, in many ways um, very uniquely complements the Javits Center. One, it's not one single use, it's a mixed use building. And uh, and so it has two hotels, um, which will support um, the you know events and conferences at the Javits Center um, which is our largest um, uh, exhibition hall and convention center in the state and one of the largest in the country. Uh, two, it will support um, tourism because we've got a, you know, activated uh, um, roof uh, area of multiple levels, including during the winter an ice skating rink on the top, but event space and observation areas and, and other programming, which will also be a tourist attraction. And then, of course, bringing people back to work into their offices, into the city by having office space. And so economically, our project can stand with any other developer. Um, and the scale of our project, um, you know, is at $3.6 billion, is extremely significant and one of the biggest ever to be built in New York. So I believe that economically we're strong. We have a globally um, accomplished architect, one of the most talented and most recognized architects in the world who happens to be a black man. 
He designed the Museum for African American History and Culture in Washington, D.C., which is the most visited uh, museum in the Smithsonian system since it opened. Um, we expect Affirmation Tower to be the most visited uh, building in New York City when it's open. Um, we have a talented team with a led by a black woman as a contractor, a black woman-run business, along with one of the largest, in fact, the largest privately owned construction company in the country. So we have all of this, but we're doing it with 80% black-owned and um, commitments to diversity across the board. Um, and that makes us very unique and makes us extremely competitive. Um, our, our team and our building will reflect um, what New York should be, an environment of opportunity. We're also providing the headquarters for the Manhattan branch of the NAACP. We are going to have a cultural center um, uh, for the NAACP program. It's 24,000 square feet, which is sizable. Um, we're going to have gardens that will, um, you know, honor um, and provide history and, and reflection on some of the um, biggest contributors to New York City and state uh, historically that are people of color, African-Americans. And, uh, and then we're looking at um, also potentially doing a museum there uh, to, you know, showcase and educate all the visitors for uh, about our history. So, uh, I mean, it, the project offers a transformative impact and, and, be, and an insta instantaneous landmark status once it's built and one that's open to everybody. And that's what I think will make us um, extremely attractive and should make us extremely attractive. We are chatting with major real estate developer Don Peebles, who aims to build uh, a collective, a group, New York's tallest skyscraper. So, Mr. Peebles, I'm almost out of time here. But uh, and, and well, I have two questions here. One is a very simplistic one. You know, we hear a lot about numbers. Your numbers, $3.6 billion uh, to build this should you win the award for the site. How in the world does one pull together $3.6 billion? That's a very good question, by the way. And what we have done is when we submitted our proposal, we submitted um, letters of intent from two of the largest financial institutions in the world who were backing this project in terms of providing the financing for it. Um, and so, I mean, it's a big project. It'll be probably the last project that I lead in my real estate career. Um, and uh, it, um, it will be, you know, one that requires a heavy lift, but uh, um, there's the, the capitals out there to do this, and it's a very special building. But my view is that um, it's about numbers, and that's one of the things I hope this building stands for. When young people go into this building and other entrepreneurs and young kids go into this building, it'll say to them that there's no limitation on your dreams. I mean, because, I mean, look, we, my first building was $10 million. You know, my most recent building that we're working on now is a half a billion dollars. We've got a project in L.A. that's a billion six. So it's just numbers. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, we just have to, I mean, convince people, and this is New York City, we feel that, you know, because we because you know this is New York City, we're building something special. We've been able to attract um, capital um, uh, for the project. Well, Don of course, Peebles, it's the financial capital of the world, right? It, so it, it, it is. You can't get it financed it, here, right? 
It is, and, and, and you're, you're building major, major developments. I have to have you back in the future to talk, again, real estate, but also politics. I know that you flirted with the idea of running for mayor, and there are a lot of people that say you should have ran four years ago, but we will save that discussion for another time. Major real estate developer Don Peebles, we thank you so much for joining us here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you for having me.